welcome to another episode of Top Shelf Nerds, brought to you by Nerds Amalgamated, a subsidiary of That's Not Canon Productions. Tonight we have DJ, as usual, and special guest is Hydark. Yo! So, starting off this week, we have um, a PUBG one. I think this was you, wasn't it, DJ? Yeah, so basically PUBG have decided to file copyright infringement lawsuits against the developer, NetEase, who created games such as uh, Rules of Survival and Knives Out. The com- uh, PUBG has argued that the company, that the games copied specific elements as well as the overall look and feel of from PUBG in order to confuse the public and want them, ta- and want them taken out. That's okay, I'm um, looking at the article here. Um, if what they're saying is true, then yeah, fair enough. They des- deserve to be shut down and kicked in the privates. Yeah, but this is more like like when I looked at the article, it's it's so there. It's a litany of what they have what they've copied, and this is this is gonna this is like iPhone versus Samsung all over again, like iPhone accusing Samsung of stealing some ideas, Samsung accusing iPhone of of stealing some ideas, and it's just it's going to be a very long drawn out affair. Yeah, but if you ever came up with an idea that was going to make you money, and someone went and stole it from you, would you turn around and go, ah, uh, you know what, it's not worth the effort. Let them rip me off the millions of dollars. If I want to save, we're my- talking like twenty eight million copies on the PC version of these alone have been sold. Oh, no, this, this is not the PC version. This is mobile version. No, no, no. I'm looking at the article here. Yeah. Within a month, a million copies of the first public beta version was sold, and this has since grown to over 28 million copies of the PC alone. Oh, right, right, the PC version. So read on, read on a bit further in your article. You'll see that there. Okay. Um, as a game developer, Hodak, um, if someone messed with your livelihood like this, how would you respond? I suppose it would depend on what they'd actually done. I'm not entirely uh, sure what's happened with this, but previously, um, what do you call it? Uh, PUBG has claimed breaches of uh, copyright uh, copyright before with um, Epic Games, I believe it was, last time. Except okay. that wasn't the most intelligent decision to do, considering that they were the owners of the actual game engine that they were hiring it from. Uh, what, was the, what was the result in that one? Nothing. They let it go because it wasn't... It wasn't going to end up well for them. Well, the, and the, they've lodged a 155-page complaints list uh, summarising all the infringing copyrights. So this was the um, PUBG bursting Fortnite. But now, um, is this copyright infringement on mobile phone platform or is it um, PC? It looks um, like well, they're talking phone. about PC. That while well, they're also talking about the PC stuff here, um, it, it features. PUBG's iconic winner winner chicken dinner salute. Wow. Which goes back to um, Las Vegas casinos originally, but yeah. Um, they're talking about like the landscapes and buildings and vehicles, weapons, clothing, pre play area, the There's shrinking some, gameplay. Yeah, you, you can't claim game mechanics as a breach of copyright. It just won't work. It's, um, I think, previously been defined as legal to copy game mechanics. It's just you can't copy animations and stuff like that. Or yeah, game think, art itself. I think they're talking about game art here because they're talking about landscapes and outfits yeah, and stuff. Definitely. So, not to mention the company where most of the work is going into is the artwork. 
Yeah, if the copying and plan models and animations and stuff, they're not going to have a foot to stand on. They're going to get destroyed in court. Plus, it's been lodged in California. And the company they're bursting against is a very is is a very lucrative company in China as oh. well. It's very lucrative. It's called NetEase.inc. It's a comma inc. So how are they going to get the money out of them then if they're in China? Exactly. Like that's that's kind of like standing in the middle of a cyclone trying to take a slash and wondering why you're getting wet. They don't have copyright laws there, do they? Oh, they do, but they're different to what they have in America. And that's the whole reason why um, Donald Trump was doing his big embargo thing with China and the tariffs and everything. And the reason why they're having it, they, they started to kick off into a trade war, wow. which is going to be good for us because China's going to look at us and go, yeah, we'll send you all this business we used to send America because America's now a bunch of idiots. Mm. Ran by one of the biggest idiots in the world. Wow. <sighs> it's a bit of a competition over there when you look at the people that were in the last election there. Yeah. <laughs> Like seriously, there was a yeah. there was a who's who's who of moron. It was idiocy on a psychological level. Were astounding. It was a lose lose situation. So best thing but, that could have happened is if North Korea had actually nuked Washington when they were all there at the same time, the world would be a better place. Because <laughs> all the politicians and lawyers that would have been there at the same time. Like, just think about how happy the world would be. <laughs> be like the world without lawyers. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like I liked Russia's approach to lawyers and politicians when they had the revolution. Took them all out, lined them up, and shot them. <laughs> the country was happy for ten years. <laughs> ten years of happiness. I think that's worth a couple of bullets, don't you? <laughs> and then you can turn them into fertilizer. Mm. Um, actually talking about PUBG, um, it's now normal. Like there's an article I've got here from PC PowerPlay. How normal is cheating at PUBG in China? Very. Um, I think that uh, the person who wrote this article surprised, um, David Hollingworth, I think. Didn't I insult him the other week for, yeah. Um, yeah, they're talking about the, the, the acting surprise about the, the cheating at PUBG in China. Oh. Oh, but it is it is a very addictive game. Well, second, more addictive than Fortnite, oh, well, less addictive than Fortnite, but still, you, it is addictive. Do you play this, dude? No, but High Dark yeah. does. Yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Like, on my average game, we'll almost wipe out every squad or duo, whatever version of the um, PUBG we're playing at the time, until close towards the final circle, where you're almost guaranteed to die from a cheater. And... Nine out of ten times, that cheetah has some kind of Asian name. And it's just, it's too much. It kind of makes you not want to play the game anymore because you put all the effort into getting to where you are at the end and then you die to somebody that's downloaded the script. They need to bring in the server band, like where they collect all the cheetahs and put them in together. Well, the problem is when they ban these accounts, the other people that have been hacking buy new ones. So PUBG isn't going to start banning IP addresses because it means that will impact their profit margin. Yeah, no, we're going to not ban them, but put all the cheaters onto one server. One of the other games um, I was reading the other week has been doing that where if you get caught cheating, um, you get moved onto what's known as the cheat server mm. and you have to, and you can play against each other, but yeah, it's kind of hard to get ahead when everyone's cheating the same. I'm looking at this article, they're saying they're the use of plugins. 
Yeah. As a way of cheating and they got the eighth gen computer chip. Oh, that's and with Dell. Oh. There was this plugin I... previously that they had um that everyone was using to change the colors, but there were some other things you could alter in it, and it completely broke the game where you could like zoom in four times, eight times without actually having the scopes. You could just do it by adjusting um the screen itself with the program. You could just press one button and it would zoom in. Okay. And so that was removed. Oh. Uh, well... So they're, they're, they're talking about the actual processes here, giving them the power. So it's the actual processing power, and people are, and yeah, this, the writer of this article saying, "Oh, Dell, please stop it! Please don't give us better computers." <laughs> there was other things that the PUBG had problems with as well, with our scripting of um auto firing um like single click guns. So like if you had to spam click the button to shoot it fast, this would automatically fire it. And these guns that had the single clicks obviously had basically no recoil so that they were just spraying down people ridiculously quick with no recoil. Uh, kind of suck. Although um this just although um a couple three two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Um on the eleventh of April, Dell responded to the whole cheating claims. By saying that uh, we're commi- they gave the usual spiel. We're committed to supporting fair play and online gaming. We do not encourage gaming, blah, blah, blah. But it just feels robotic. We condemn any modifications misused in gaming. But I just feel this is not a good response. Yeah. Dell, they, a lot of talk and most of their stuff's not worth the money you have to pay for. And here's the other funny thing. It's saying this whole revelation didn't even do anything. It didn't even dent... PUBG's um, credibility overall as a game. Actually, hang on even... here. I just noticed the name of the Dell spokesman. Yeah. Can you see it in the article? Sally Zhang. Mm-hmm. And she spoke of how Chinese ga- gamers are the most innovative and dominant in the world. By using plugins. No, <laughs> no, no, no um, racial preference there, is there? <laughs> Not at all. They're, they're, they're the most innovative and dominant in the world by using plugging. They're not cheating, they're using plugging. <laughs> oh, That's like that's, the most ridiculous thing I've read this week. I'm sorry. And this is from Dell as well. So it's like Dell saying, oh yeah, we 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 have people that, endo- that do cheating, but our company says no to it. Oh, uh, is, is this is painful. I don't know, PUBG, well, it's a good game. I it's going to be very hard to string out all the, to weed out all these cheaters one by one. It, it will take long. It will take a very it's long impossible. time. As soon as they ban one wave of cheats, they'll just create another one. It, I believe it's something to do with the game engine itself. Like certain game engines are more susceptible to getting hacked. Can't they just play the game properly instead of cheating? Like are they that pathetic that they got? To- I think it just gets the. I just. I think it's the grind that gets people. I mean, like, look at Star Wars Battlefront. People are like use loot boxes. Want to buy loot boxes because they can't stand the grind. Then go do something else. Don't sit there and ruin the game for everyone else who just wants to enjoy the game. And it's not a small player base per game. Like. You might be hacking in Counter-Strike and it's like 10 players you're affecting, or 9 other players you're affecting. There's 10 players in the game. PUBG has 100 players in the game. So you're affecting 99 other players. Hmm. So, and then, and like that's just one game and they're doing this to all the, like that's all the time. Like how many games do they have playing at a time with PUBG? There's like 
how many hundred thousand games a day? Yeah, or so many hours of people's time put in to for like to have some enjoyment, and then only to be ruined by some person that's downloaded an external program. It's disgusting. I I think Dell's response to this entire thing is just ludicrous beyond belief. Well, they weren't actually doing. They didn't do very well in the um, awards we discussed last week, did they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dell Dell is almost sucky as Apple, but Apple was actually in the list. Yeah, Asus won. (laughs) (laughs) But here's here's the thing, though. Like besides besides um, Chinese gamers, there you will. Like there'll be other uh, countries that that do cheats as well. Like you get um, European gamers that would cheat as well. Like you get Actually, other countries with some of like... the games I play. Like one of the biggest areas that people get angry at you're like you're talking about uh, the loot boxes. No, this is, is what... um, with Russians buying the loot boxes and stuff in games to get advantages over other people, so they can just control everything. And yeah, everyone just oh, you sit there and you watch it, and they'll all be Russians. And yeah, as soon as you get paired up with against a, a team of Russians, it's you just go, yeah, I'm going to annoy these guys. And yeah, I remember having a flame war in one game where I was just running around, I was attacking them and just sending insults to them to keep <laughs> them distracted until they until, until they block me, and then I go find someone else from their their team and start harassing them until I got blocked by them all. Yeah, and then someone else would take over doing it just to annoy them and put them off their game. Hmm. But moving on, um, yeah. GTA Five is apparently the most profitable game. Um, I think this is from the professor, wasn't it? He sent us the yeah. link about this. Um, GTA Five is now the most profitable commercial entertainment product of all time. Wow. And they don't, and they don't accept cheats. Nah. Um over $6 billion since its launch in September 2013, according to Mark. I, incredible. I have to say, I would be quite happy with just 1% of that if they're feeling generous and they want to help out a struggling uni student. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hand up here and I'm saying, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take it. Even, even 0.1 of a percent. Like, I'm not trying to be greedy here. <laughs> but uh, with all seriousness, though, I, are we surprised at this? Are we meant to be surprised? Like, well, sort of, because ev- a lot of games do lose popularity the more um, that they bring out an expansion of a, not an expansion of a, a new version of the game. But GTA seems to smash it out of the park with every release that they bring. Okay, what about GoldenEye then? GoldenEye's been like it's still popular, even though it's a, a, a okay. Granted, it's it's on N sixty four, but. People still love that game. Well, it was also on um, PlayStation back in the days, and you can play it on a PC with an emulator, but they're not selling more stuff for it anymore, are they? Yeah, it's not a sequel. Like, GTA, GTA 5 is still making money. Hmm. Like, over 90 million units, getting over $6 billion in sales, excluding microtransactions. And a microtransactions would be through the roof with that game. Like, oh. those, those guys are literally the Disney of the gaming market. Actually, oh. Disney, go pay, go go look at the makers of GTA 5. Get them to do your game instead of um, EA, who screwed up with the loot boxes. Hmm. EA is screwing up a game? Never. <laughs> uh, we, well, we've, been, we've paid out on them so much over the loot box fiasco. Oh, why would you do that? They're such a brilliant company. They used to be. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> they used to be. When they, when they when they declare bankruptcy and everything gets put up for sale and you can buy all the de- all the labels and everything, if you can buy them for a dollar each, I'll buy the entire company, <laughs> and I'll take um like Need for Speed back to being what it used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. So the Need for Speed. Wow, that's for, <laughs> that's for the virgins. Those, With the those boys who at, like that's serious. Like at uni. Um, they've got the twenty-four hour computer labs. You walk, you walk through there on a Friday, Friday night or Saturday night, and there are some boys that sit there playing um, League of Legends and so forth. And they're yeah. there from five o'clock in the evening on a Friday night until um, about five a.m. the following morning. <laughs> Except when they go out for smoke breaks. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then they go home, they sleep for a few hours, and they come back and they do it all over again. I don't know how they're doing their assignments, but yeah. In the words of one of the uh, security guards, if they if they actually get off the computer, they might discover girls and they might find them more fun. No, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of kind of like DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but with um, but in all seriousness though, with GTA, it's the fun, the funny thing is every time GTA gets sold it's like a public holiday everybody just goes <laughs> to the game shop yep oh i'm sick it's tomorrow like a, for work it's, it's a, the release of gta 5 <laughs> yeah or it's either that or call of duty <laughs> which is funny oh uh, call of duty's actually start to suffer a bit it's getting a little bit the e, the ea syndrome going on there that they haven't been keeping up the standard whereas gta like do you, do you really want to mess with a bunch of people that play a game where it's all about stealing cars, driving around, killing people and bashing them up and running them over and all and committing extremely violent acts to make money. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw a video on YouTube about a bloke who was high on ice, I think it was, who thought he was actually in GTA. <laughs> and he was driving around and trying and stealing cars. Like he, he's literally he's been chased by the police, he Ran, drove, drove across an area, stopped a car, got out and tried to drag the person out and got bitch slapped. Something fierce, I think it was. And so he ran back to his own car and was driving around, stopped another one, dragged a woman out of her car and took off in that. And then he was driving along and he was trying to force someone else off the road in a Chrysler 300C, I think it was. Oh, and the guy just wasn't stopping. I don't know, but this, this was in real life. And then. <laughs> That's a pretty good combo street. He, he took took off driving around behind some shops or something to get away after he's run over some spike strips or something. And then he ran around the back of the, the shops to uh, try and climb the fence. Couldn't climb the fence because he was too far gone. <laughs> and so the police are tracking him with the um, with a helicopter above with the um, thermal cam or whatever. As soon as he got in behind the bushes so they could see where he was. And next thing you see, there's about 24 police officers or something just come piling in from every direction and police dogs as well and i was just thinking please come on get up and have a fight let's 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 make this really entertaining go the whole hog like there 24 police officers what were the next to a donut shop actually i think it was and it it is america though so (laughs) 24 police officers isn't really a big number in a response to a call um one it was a high speed chase and police officers as soon as there's a the call out about a high speed chase it's like woohoo yeah <laughs> and I know that from a particular police officer I know. Um yeah they they they'll drive from the Gold Coast up to Brisbane if there's a high speed chase and they can get involved. <laughs> um but yeah um 
Mate, there's so many different law enforcement agencies in America that I'm surprised it was only 24 police officers turning up. <laughs> but yeah, just getting back to GTA here, it's like, there's seriously like 90 million units and over $6 billion excluding microtransactions. I would like, really like to know the figures including the microtransactions, bro. It would be uh, phenomenal. It would probably be close to um, $30 billion. I wouldn't put it past it. Oh, not $30 billion. It'd be more than that. Like maybe $50 billion. Well, whatever. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not going to, it's not going to be pocket change. It, no. it, it, we're, we're talking about um, Bill Gates and all that sort of fears for dollar value. Wow. So we're, we're, like when you, when you look at the GTA franchise overall and with the, with all the microtransactions and everything like that, that company's got to be close to a hundred billion dollars. And this and the studio itself, Rockstar, must be piling it in, just going, yeah. <laughs> "Hey, got, was it Mr. Some... Scrooge that used to swim through money?" Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those rich people these having hundred dollar bills to fill their bean bags. Well, Rockstar Games, like they've had some of the most legendarily epic games of all time, so like Red Dead yeah. Redemption. Oh, oh yes. mate, like seriously. Do these do these guys know how to make a lemon? Like it, it hasn't, but they haven't done a, a stinker that I've seen. Everything that comes out is just pure gold. Like whoever whoever's in charge over there has got to be so rich that they, they they're, they're pooping gold nuggets out. Get oh. their DNA cloned. Definitely eating their boy. Oh yeah. Which um, one, out of curiosity, guys, um, which one was your favorite GTA games? Can I be honest? I've never really played a GTA. Oh. Um, I actually like some of the old original GTA's. Like GTA Five is really cool, but um, I think it was GTA Two back in the day. Mm. Um, that was really fun. Like, yeah. Mine was San. Pardon? Mine was San Andreas. I've never really finished a GTA. Like, I've always played it because they have amazing graphics, and I sometimes get enthralled with a bit of their storyline. But then I just drift off to some other new release. That comes out that tickles my fancy a bit more, which is probably yeah. the story of my life currently. <laughs> it's like one new game after another and never finishing them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I have to confess, I've never actually bothered trying to finish any of the GTA games. I just play it, drive around, rob yeah. people. It's like Driver back in the day. Oh, you remember that? Like, I, used, oh. I, I never really worried about trying to achieve anything. I just wanted to drive, like, go out, steal the cars, and drive around and try and find the coolest car and steal that. Yeah, the fastest car. <laughs> like, I, 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 I taught my nephew, my oldest nephew, about gaming and cars by playing games such as Need for Speed and Driver and GTA. And he hasn't ended up in prison, but he has loves he, cars. Has he ever played the game uh, Midtown Madness? Um, probably not. I used to get in trouble for if I played too many violent games with him. Oh, Midtown Madness is it's, it's a very nice driving game. Trust me. Um, what was that detective one that you used to have for PlayStation where you'd, you'd drive around and you'd be shooting them and all that sort of stuff? True Crimes? That's it. Yeah, that was we used to We used to love playing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got that compact you always wanted. <laughs> You're still getting the coordination of how to drive a car in that one. The game um, that is probably the biggest hit for me right now, or to me, is Far Cry 5. That thing is on point in so many areas. It just gives so much diversified gameplay in different styles of gameplay as well, like shooting, driving, hunting, fishing, 
there's a lot to do in it. That's actually quite interesting because I was reading a review of it and I was thinking, ah, oh, it's as just some idiot trying to organise their payment for supporting another game or something. But they're paying out on Far Cry because it wasn't going to be as much fun as what it should have been. But yeah, I'll have to check it out. There's um, a few games out there I'd like to get it, get hold of and have a go. And I'm not a big fan of open-world, non-linear, storyline games, but this captured my attention. Yeah, Mm. might have to um, see if we can get ourselves a sponsor to give us some games and stuff to use on. Oh, that'll be. But moving on though, um, the tech, the tech news for the week that I've come across that is actually looking kind of cool. Dubai is soon. Well, they're looking at soon using going over to using um, digital number plates. Ooh. So, yeah, like the plates are going to have GPS transmitters, digital screens, uh, and yeah, like my goodness, like all the bits and pieces that are going on with this. It's just it's so much fun. Oh, this is like something off a movie. Remember those um um the scrollies that we see that we always see on the old movies. Um, the scroll scroll um LED lights. Oh yes, the scrolling LED lights. Yeah, I'm not scrolling. I'm rolling. LED LED lights rolling. You're um, not talking it, about kit, are you? No, not um kit. Um, like you see in news, you see in um certain buildings, they will have like um put up put up um ah. news headlines. Those well, types of LEDs. Maybe you could do advertising while you're driving. <laughs> well, there's people out there getting tattooed for advertising, but um. Yeah, apparently it's like they're going to be able to have emergency information and it's all going to be linked up. So it's like the payment of um, fines, parking fees, all that are all going to be automatically deducted from users' accounts. Um, if your car's stolen, it helps to alert police. If there's emergency services need to get through for whatever reason, um, inform- it helps to transmit information to other cars, that sort of stuff. Did you hear that there was the world's first automated driver deaths? Um, the, you mean with the person run over by the automatic car? Yes, from Uber? pedestrian. Yes. Yes. We actually spoke about that the other week and we actually laughed at the governor. Which state was it that banned it, DJ? Arizona. Arizona. Arizona actually banned the self-driving car from Google because, really? of, the, because of the accident. But at the same time, Jaguar released their self-driving car in New York. <laughs> So, and I have to say, the Jag self-driving car looked a lot sexier than Uber's. <laughs> but, and again, it is a Jag. Um, but with this, with, with this thing, I'm wondering though, how would they have to deal with the personalized... Um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Plates. Well, yeah. You could take it to a whole new level, couldn't you? You could have it changing from one month to the next if you get bored with something. And you could put better artwork in. Not sure exactly about how they're going to have the display, whether it's going to be an LED board or like, oh, what's going to happen? But yeah. 
Imagine putting tacky, imagine putting even tacky stuff, even more tackier stuff on the um, LED plates, like glitter on your LED, on your number plate, like MySpace. I could see you putting certain anime characters on the back of your license plate. <laughs> 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 um, oh, don't get me started on that. Well, actually, DJ might have to move over there because Dubai's planning on trying to become a global tech hub, so there might be a future girlfriend. <laughs> hey, hey, we may never know. <laughs> but they're, they're also apparently looking at um, pilotless sky taxis. That would be a lot more feasible than um, than vehicles because there's less planes in the sky than there are cars on the road with, and passengers that don't have automated tracking systems on them. Not passengers, um, sorry, pedestrians. Yeah, but I, I, I like the idea, but a lot of the hassle where like the, the pedestrian that got run over, it, that I, I read a, an article that was saying like the police had ruled it a accident and no, nobody would have been able to avoid running over the person because of the way they ran out in a dark, from a dark area and wearing dark clothes and the way they did it nobody would have been able to avoid running them over. So it's suicide by car. So in, in actual fact, they're, they're helping to improve the gene pool because it's a, it's a <laughs> dumb person running in front of a car. Oh, why, why did tes- Tesla have to go so young? We'd all have free Wi-Fi electricity. Oh, uh, yeah. My greatest hero, Tesla. With the um, drone taxi, by the way, I think China is also developing that sort of tech as well, if I recall. The- be interesting to see who gets there with it. Um, We've had Wi-Fi technology, electricity um, for ages. For example, your um, electronic toothbrushes, they're Wi-Fi electricity. Just people don't realize. Yeah. Now, what um, DJ was talking about was the Sky Taxi. Ah, true. Um, there's actually massive amounts of research and testing going on for a lot of self-driving vehicles and so forth. Like we, we actually spoke a few weeks ago about a um, self-driving car that's operating, that's happening in America that's designed purely and utterly to be a delivery vehicle. So it's yeah. anything from your groceries through to your mail through to your dry cleaning, etc. And it's, yeah, smaller than other cars because it's not worrying about passengers and therefore... There's less issues with um, what's required so they don't have to worry about the comfort of human beings. I could see a completely autonomous uh, car force, if, for lack of better terms, in the future. We'd have yeah. to, we'd have um, some markings on the ground that they could all track or something or some kind of magnetic force that they could all read and be able to travel around without actually owning a car ever. We just say that we want one and one will come and take us to there. Kind of like Astro Boy with the robot cars. <laughs> yes. And then the sky taxis will be like the Jetsons. Oh, yeah. What the fifth element? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? The fifth element? Do you remember? No, remind me. Oh, fifth uh, element. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wouldn't start. mind if a passenger fell into my car that looks that beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> but DJ um, would the... um, prefer um, somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> Willis fell into his car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, maybe he was <laughs> road the other week. Oh. Hey, I only said that he was great in a, in one movie, and that was Gladiator. 
<laughs> no. Well, that's not the whole conversation, and we won't go there, folks. Just to preserve his integrity. But please remember, we are having a competition. Win a date with DJ for Valentine's Day next year. <laughs> oh, only, only restrictions that we placed on it so far is it can't be an animal or a cat. <laughs> and that's that's purely for legal reasons (laughs) but um with dubai i yeah you're right you might see like something like uh knight rider with kit that could be fun i I, i'd like that cross between the the, the idea of kit crossed with the robot cars from astro boy because we already have google um home and siri and all that that's not too far away as a possible um, future. Um, actually, well, I'll send you the link later on for Jag self-driving car. It's getting there. The, the technology is already evolving. And combine that with Porsches, like Porsche and Audi and Mercedes all producing electric cars. We're, we're moving into the future, finally. Yeah. Petrol companies have finally lost their grip. Well, um, there's... Um, a Maybach that was released, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, um, it's purely electric. And it's six metres long, but it it looks sexy as all gay. Um, this, sorry, you were going to say something there? Yeah, but then this uh, the whole, all the electric cars and whatnot, uh, it just takes away the whole feel of driving by yourself, you know, like shifting the the beauty of shifting gears and pressing that acceleration, doing the getting the turn yeah, but you know there's certain people out there that shouldn't be driving <laughs> like seriously i worked as, I, I, i've worked as a delivery driver and there are people in the world who should not be allowed behind the wheel of a car oh yes i used to do yeah. delivery driving as well and people tend to think that trucks can stop in half a meter <laughs> well the rear end of their cars find out that's not correct actually i have to say i had a i had one of my best days ever i was offsiding in a semi for doing a, a big run and someone in their little hatchback with all the extra Ooh. work done on it decided to try and play games with the semi <laughs> oh. turn out for them actually yeah it was kind of embarrassing for them because the semi kind of won the argument and all, all he had was a couple of scratches on his bumper Oh, which which polished out quite easily because we did that when we stopped for lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the back of the the back end of that car up to just behind the driver was pancake. Oh, and I can and I can tell you right now, yes, the driver did crap their pants in fear, but justifiably they had the wheel of the truck coming up over the top of their car when it went underneath. Oh. because what happened was we'll drive along the freeway and the truck was in the left-hand lane and just cruising and the hatchback would just came up, overtook, pulled in front and then slowed down to 80 in the 100 zone. <laughs> Why did so you slow the, down? We, we never found out. <laughs> the, the truck driver just had to change lanes quickly to avoid driving over the top of him. After this happened six times, as the driver tried to get it around him one more time, the guy hit his brakes even harder and went under. So I don't know, maybe he was trying to commit suicide. Um, but yeah, it was just literally like the, the, 
the wheel of the truck was pushing the roof of the his car down, so it was actually impacting his head. I could see separate lanes being created from within certain countries that are solely for automated transport vehicles that are transporting cargo of some description. Oh, heck oh. yeah. Well, yeah. that automated um, delivery vehicle I was saying about before, it actually has got avoidance stuff that it doesn't even have to change lanes to avoid other vehicles because it's narrower than a normal car. But yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you should move on. Yeah. Um, there's a new book being released. Well, new in inverted commas <laughs> um, from J.R.R. Tolkien to be published in 2018. Uh, it's called The Fall of Gondolond, and it's edited by his son Christopher. The reluctant tale, the tale of reluctant hero, sorry, defending a city. And he wrote it while he was in hospital after the Battle of the Somme. So it's a, it's a story that's got to be it's got to be looking at a hundred years old, and it's finally being released. I wonder how many edits and manuscripts did they had to go through to, to perfect this story. Well, I want to know. He well, Tolkien wrote would have written like, like there's there's always been talk about the fact that Tolkien had written another book and it just hadn't been edited and released, but. Um, Christopher Tolkien is now 93. Wow. So he, he he hasn't raced out like this isn't a money grab. This is a story being released because so many people love Tolkien, like the, the, one of the grandfathers of fantasy and science fiction. Um, yeah. But uh, can you can you see this become a movie two or three years later? Not two or three. Five? Maybe one day, but yeah, like you, this isn't like you're not going to want to race into this. And um, who was it? The, the Lord of the Rings movies? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. It would have to be someone like Peter Jackson or Cameron getting involved because you can't do it in a half measure. And like, I think, and I think recently there was a um, Amazon's host. Amazon's putting up a Lord of the Rings TV series, five seasons apparently. Why? Oh, why are you destroying my favorite movie? Well, screw the, screw the movie franchise. Like, don't get me wrong, that they're, they're brilliant movies, but don't mess with one of the all-time greatest franchises of stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, who was it the other week that was complaining complaining about a movie franchise being stuffed up and they're ignoring because the book and they were insulting the book because the book didn't follow the movie. But the book was written about a decade or. Uh, I think that was. Oh, that was Stephen King with uh, Stephen King. The it was To Kill a Mockingbird. I remember that. Oh, uh, Aaron Sorkin. That's the one. Aaron Sorkin. He yeah. was re- he was stuff he was stuffing up the To Kill a Mockingbird story by making Atticus Finch a totally different character to the one in the book, and ah, oh, it was just bone jarringly. <laughs> I um like I was yeah I, I think I ranted about that for about three or four days I was just in a bad mood <laughs> like how like some people are completely and utterly redundant but with the Lord of the Rings with the, with this um with the Lord of the Rings franchise I just hope like because I heard that they might not only do the series but they might um bring in more Lord of the Rings um movies like the Smerillion and um well. If they're gonna, if they do it properly, like that, they've got to do it in the Peter Peter Jackson scope. Like you can't, you can't skimp on it. 
Like I remember there was an animated Lord of the Rings movie back when I was a kid. And it was great as a, as a child's thing to introduce them to the story. The same as there used to be a, an abridged version of the Lord of the Rings story, which was a little hardcover picture book that briefly touched on the whole story. You mean The Hobbit? No, 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 no. no. They had Lord of the Rings. Huh. Three, three great big novels condensed into a, I think it was a 70-page picture book. Like the artwork in it was amazing, but yeah, um, yeah, even the Hobbit, like that'll that that's an epic read on it, definitely. Um, but yeah, um, what was it here? Harper Collins is apparently going to be the publisher. So I think th- I hope this carries on mm. his uh talk J.R. talk J.R. Tolkien's legacy. I hope this book carries it on. Will I it win? Can't see it being being anything less than at the same level. Like it's it's his son doing it. Waited till he's ninety three before allowing it to to go further. Because my fear is it's going to be. It's my fear is because like if they do like what they did with Harry Potter, then it, the magic like not many people read Harry Potter nowadays, do they? Don't know. I never did. Well, like I would like to see this bring in. But, a whole new generation of Lord of the Rings. But then again, like the Lord of the Rings movies resulted in people buying the books and reading the books. Yeah. Same as with um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. You, a lot of people watched the movie and then they actually went and got hold of the books. So this, I, I, like I said, I hope this succeeds, carries on, the leg- yeah. carries on Tolkien's legacy. And we got, we got to hope it does it as well because. High Dark wants it there. <laughs> he wants this book badly. <laughs> he wants he, well, he wants the movie and he wants it done properly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, um, oh have you seen the new movie that's been um getting rave reviews from everybody about the virtual reality game? Uh, Ready Player One. Yes. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, we're actually. I think you and I were talking about going to see that the other day, weren't we? Yes, I still haven't seen it, but I'm hearing non-stop rave reviews from all my friends and uh, people on Facebook as well. They're just saying that um, the animation is almost flawless. Ah, well, we might have to go do a double header. Um, Pacific Rim and Ready Player One. Mm, definitely. Pacific Rim looks amazing as well. I am looking forward to that. Ah, well, uh, agreed. We'll have to go out and do a double header and eat pizza. Oh yeah, heck yeah. And we'll give you everyone a shout out about how how we how we found it. Um, actually, um, talking about other things, um, Amazon was doing all their stuff, talking about all the Lord of the Rings series. Netflix is getting more and more into anime. I've noticed that. Yeah, they're buying a lot of companies and uh, material and po- posting it on their uh, platform as Netflix originals. Yeah, with the anime, though, I don't think they can be posting it as Netflix originals. Like, they are. How stupid do they think people are? Like, we're talking about stuff like Sword Art Online and Blue Exorcist. <laughs> like, the latest one that they're adding to the stable is Violet Evergard. Oh, that's a very good series. I cried every episode. There's, there's I... an article here where some people are saying, is it worth watching? You actually watched it? Because if you watched it, you're going to love it. Even if it's only just for the artwork. Devilman on Netflix. That is yeah. a pretty good anime. I enjoyed mm. that really. Mm. Violet, Violet Evergarden. Um, that's just, they, they, 
Netflix is stepping up and they're actually getting some really good anime in there. They've, they've, they've started to cover what is actually a huge slice of the market. It's not just um, anime. They're actually bringing out almost new releases from the cinemas onto the uh, platform itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other good part about the anime with, uh, with it's basically, it's not like all animes. It's very good animes like uh violet evergarden for example as i said as we both been uh, buck and i've been saying like i've watched a lot all the episodes of violet evergarden i will say beautiful series beautiful story and the artwork when you look at it, 720p onward beautiful fate stay beautiful night is it. also on there and that is really nice mm. it's visual, visually stunning yeah like Ch- children of the whales is on oh. there I've heard, um, of, I've heard that series. Um, Fate Apocalypse. Yeah, that's Full, Ma- Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And hello, hello, hello. Ghost in the Shell Arise. Ah, yes. Ghost in the uh, Shell. Um, but yeah, like, the, I'm, I'm looking through the list. Oh, One Punch Man and Naruto Bleach. What? Yeah. One Punch Man is on Netflix. Yeah, it was. Robotech's on here. I didn't know that. Wow. One Punch Man was always a Netflix thing. It was all like even in its early days, like One Punch Man was a Netflix thing. I and never for, knew. And for DJ, Sword Art Online season two. Uh, no, no, no! You've got to watch it. Remember, we spoke to you about this. <laughs> and even and even Gray turned around and said, "You're being a, a douchebag for just relying on everyone else to tell you what to watch." I will take Don't that. Don't make your mind up. Fair enough. But yeah, with but uh. Long story short, though, like Violet, like Netflix and anime, I think it's a good, it's a good combination. Like they've even got Voltron on Netflix, and the Voltron Netflix, the Netflix series, the Voltron and Netflix, it's amazing. They've got it's... Your Lie in April. Yes, oh, that's that's a soul crushing experience. That if you watch it and you don't cry, oh, something seriously wrong with you. Hey, I wonder if they're gonna have season three for Sword Art Online on Netflix. It was a, a, as we were discussing the other week, that's just been released. So, yeah. They've even had such big stars on their originals as Will Smith. Did you see that new movie that um, he came out in? And I think it was Bright, I think. Yes, yeah. I, think, I, I have seen. I haven't seen. Was it Blight or Bright? I can't recall. Bright. Bright. With an that R. Now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking through their lineup here, and they've got some ridiculously good anime. And they oh. can't be releasing it as originals. Like, if they ever try telling anyone... Robotech was their original. There, there, there are a lot of people who are thirty-five to the age of fifty who would laugh at them. <laughs> like I grew up watching Robotech. There's one series that you have to watch. It changes every episode to what's happening in the um in the show. It's all individual stories, right? Each episode. Mm-hmm. It's called Black Mirror, and they're all so twisted the storylines, but the, it's just it works so well. Okay. Hmm. I'll have to look out for that one. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, also, the b- biggest news of the week was the release of the trailer for Solo. Mm. And it is looking good. Um, and I like the fact that Julie turns around and actually makes fun of um, Solo in this and Says and apparently says he's 164 years old. 190, 190. Was it? 190. Yeah, 190. Like, okay. he's aged well. 
<laughs> no, no great hazing amongst it. Oh, yeah. Although I go, oh, the question is what? So this is set before the entire Star Wars saga. Yeah. Um, well, this is not uh, not before the entire saga. This is probably about the same time that Anakin was running around as a child. Hmm. Um, so yeah, or maybe when Anakin was a teenager. So post um, slaughter of the younglings and so forth. Haven't actually looked at it too much on that, but just given the age of Han Solo in relation to everything else, um, yeah, he was only oh. only got ten to twenty years older than Luke. Yeah, I've got here. This is set prior to the events of Rogue One and the nineteen seventy seven film. Okay, so no, it's coming out very soon, but I have to see what's that? Infinity War. Oh, uh, yes. The new Avengers movie. I cannot wait to see Thor's new shield. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, there's um a rainbow-loving unicorn-riding hippie in eBay <laughs> who will be happy to go and see it with you. <laughs> I'm on, my, on my birth date, an even better movie's coming out, in my opinion. Deadpool 2. Okay, I can go with that. It's less of the hippie. <laughs> less of the hippie. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um... DJ, you had a shout-out you wanted to do. Oh, yes, I have a shout-out indeed. Um, so, around April 8th, 2018, a beloved voice actor has passed away, and his name is Chuck McCann. Uh, for the uninitiated, he was a very fa- he has a very interesting resume, and he has been famous in a lot of cartoon series, like, for example, <sighs> DuckTales. Um, he was Duckworth the Butler. Oh. Hey, he was also in Powerpuff Girls, wasn't he? Uh, he was in Powerpuff Girls. He is bo- in the 1998 to 2003. He was Boss Man, uh, Junior, and Skinny. I think the I think that's the Gang Green Gang. I think. Ah. Uh, who where else would you have seen him? He was oh, he's also famous for the Fantastic Four, the old Fantastic Four series as the thing oh wow the cartoon series remember that remember the theme for that one (laughs) yes and that was was... that was that was when the fantastic four were fun to watch yeah and they were actually fantastic (laughs) and he was also and he was also blizzard in i in the iron man cartoon series the the um old ones 1994 series as well blizzard i'll take that one i'll leave i'll 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 take all Leave that one. It's not. A, it's not as epic as some of the older stuff. Yeah, he. It was. It. He was a good. He, he's a good. He has an impressive resume. I will give him that. He was also in Gummy Bears. If um, if anyone's familiar with it, uh, so Ga- so Gaia. And, okay. Uh, but yeah, he was. He has an impressive resume, and he's he's a legend. He's a legend that gone but not forgotten. Okay. Um. Uh. But he. Yeah. Apparently, um, the old Doctor Who had his birthday tomorrow. Um, for those challenged individuals with no taste and questionable intelligence, Justin Bieber's birthday is apparently coming up too. Uh, I thought you were a fan there, DJ. Uh, uh, I swear I've seen you wearing a Belieber shirt. <laughs> and, and dancing to his one... music. 
don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> don't put words. Well, I suppose it's better to put words there instead of something else. <laughs> hey, come on. There's no need. No, there's no need to take away his favorite pastime. <laughs> um, talking about birthdays for people. Um, we're going to have to do a big shout out for Ron Perlman. It's his Ooh. birthday today. Oh. Um, sixty-seven, I think it is. Um, yeah, not another brilliant actor. Thankfully, yeah. he's still going. I wonder if he. Uh, I, I would love to see. I would have loved to see him in more Hellboy movies, but uh, too bad. Hellboy movie coming out soon. There is, but Perman's not Hellboy, unfortunately. It's someone else. Well, you know, he's sixty-seven years of age. He's gonna start taking it a bit easier on some of the. I yeah, believe boy. that's next year, though. The new nice. boy movie. Oh. Yeah, but okay, look so at... Only 67 now. But isn't Stallone, <laughs> isn't Stallone 60 in his late 60s? Yeah, but there's a lot of um, supplements in there. Oh, to give it... He, he, he's, he's, been, he's been injecting a lot of supplements since he was a young man. Same with Arnie and Willis. I don't know about Willis. Do you, <sighs> do you have any uh, supporting evidence to your accusation that Willis has been doing drugs? Oh, remember the time when he was arrested? Wasn't wasn't there a time when he got arrested for um in his younger days? And you're the one telling the story here. Let me Google it up. Well, um, there is going to be a new movie that I'll be looking forward to seeing, but I don't think I'll be seeing it too soon. It's a variation on X Men. It's called The New Mutants, and one of the leading actresses is uh Macy Williams from Game of Thrones. Oh, that'd be fun. It's mm. like a spin off of the kind of Deadpool kind of feel. So it could be quite good. Awesome. Yeah, but he uh, was it. Isn't it a horror movie though? The new movie. Uh, no, no, that no that's horror? your that's your sex tape. Ah, 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 um, ah. Wouldn't uh, you actually have to have sex to have the tape. <laughs> that's the whole horror of it. It wasn't actually. Um, but <laughs> folks, that's it for another week. I just have to say thanks for listening. Um, please remember to check out the entire that's not canon productions list. Buy some merchandise. Show show us some love. Let us let us see some people wearing a nerds amalgamated t shirt or a hat or a coffee cup. There's all sorts of stuff. Phone covers. Um, thanks very much to High Dark for joining us for this week. Very um, welcome. So yeah, and yeah, if you've got any questions, any suggestions, or if you just want to ask DJ out on a date or can, or and apply to go in the, the draw to win a date with dj please we leave us a comment under the podcast or go to our facebook page we'd love to hear from you thanks very much and i'm out of here see you guys Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.